It's NBA playoffs. It's 2020. And we didn't know if we was going to have a season that was even going to resume and make it this far. But the job that the NBA has done has been just phenomenal. It's been super dope. And I'm really happy to hear about it. When you light skin, you can say light skin jokes. You can do that. Speaking of, I got somebody who always, oh, every time I think about this dude, I always like ear to ear because that's my dude, bro. Like another light skin homie. Man, we go so far back and still got so far to go. But I know that he's going to come in with some good energy. I know that he's going to come in with some good knowledge. Dude loves the, the NBA, loves basketball in, gym, in general. He's an NBA, a holic, if there's even a such thing. Yes, another word that I made up. Uh, my light skin brother from another mother. That's the way I'm looking at it, man. My old, my homeboy, my dude. Yes. Mike Dice. What up, though, cuz? What up, though, Tay? Hey, did somebody mention light skin? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> what a great transition. He is here now. What up, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him here. Yeah. Him here. My dude, Iron Mike Dice, joining the show, man. If you guys want to join the show, like my dude here does, paying attention. You see there that that it, 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 clearly he doesn't have a, a, re, a, a avatar, still got some custom made, some work to do on it. But it, and in the bottom of that, the little red square inside of it being a little white square and inside mm -hmm. of it, a little red triangle. That's the YouTube icon. He's watching on YouTube. You mm -hmm. can do the same thing. Go and subscribe on YouTube. Just click on that little search box, hover over that little magnifying glass that you see. And right there is where you can just type in Tate's Take, T-A-T-E, apostrophe S, T-A-K-E. And you can subscribe to the podcast at Tate's Take Hoops on the Twitter. Now, he said, remember that one time we drank a beer in the arena. I, I'm going to tell you like this. I'm very thankful. And I'm going to get to Iron Mike in a second. I'm very thankful and overly grateful for any and everybody that is watches the podcast, pay attention to the podcast. I'm not trying to single out nobody like I don't know who in the world they are. But his name is BP, and I'm I'm a little need a little bit more. I'm gonna need an update on this avatar to know, to before I start confirming that we drank a beer in the arena. Hopefully, I didn't have a credential around my neck at the time because you know you're not supposed to be working and drinking at the same mm -hmm. time. Uh, Dice, bro, I kind of teased a little bit and talked about so many different things. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to start mm -hmm. off with the bubble in terms of the NBA. Talk about what kind of a great job they've done because I hear that there's kind of been some people kind of poo-pooing a little bit on man this kind of reminds me of like AU basketball or kind of got an international feel or like summer league or whatever mm -hmm. but i feel like they did the best job that they possibly could with what they were working with you got the virtual fans regardless of how corny it is and then of course it's not exactly the in-house arena atmosphere but they did the best job that they could even pumping in some of uh, uh some of the crowd noise and things like that talk about the kind of job you think that they've done so far Hey, absolutely, man. And people who got who have those those complaints and those criticisms, they trying to act like they didn't have fun at AAU. I mean, AAU was fun, bro. And this is nothing but the AAU on like steroids, bro. So many things that the NBA came through with the innovations. You mentioned the virtual fans. That's so awesome. I mean, you can have like random fans. I know some players had their own family members in attendance. I saw Chris Paul's son, uh, little Chris, he was in there. Shaq made an appearance, all types of like, you know, celebrities. So that was awesome, bro. Um, I'm not sure if the players can hear like the noise, you know, uh, on the court, on the floor. But from like a viewer, if you're watching the game, you can hear that 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 pumped in noise, though, man. So the whole, I'm, you know, what I'm saying the whole ambiance, bro, it gave it that feel like you're watching a regular NBA game, bro. I know mm -hmm. a lot of people complain about like the, the optics. It was too dark and so forth. 
I'm not really tripping, man. I always feel like when I watch a Knicks game or a Lakers game, those games are dark anyway. So that's cool, man. Um, you have like the like the 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 speakers underneath the floor, bro. So when you run it down the, the floor, you can hear like the players running. And it's not like the the squeaky sound of like gym shoes or sneakers. It mm -hmm. sounds like like thoroughbreds running down the floor, man. You mm -hmm. had an introduction of 26 new cameras, man, underneath the basket in the stanchion. I love the rail cam. Now you being the NCAA dude, you're familiar mm -hmm. with the rail cam. You know what I'm saying? March Madness right on the mm -hmm. sidelines, man. Mm -hmm. That was dope to me, bro. I love that, dude. Yeah, absolutely. And that's just on the, on the micro level, on the macro level, bro. If you compare, like, the NBA to other leagues, like Major League Baseball, you probably talked this to the people about this already, man. If you compare, like, NBA to Major League Baseball, I mean, like, the Florida Marlins, they had, like, 18 players in the whole outbreak with COVID, you know what I'm saying, because they're not playing in the bubble. Uh, mm -hmm. You had so many teams in Major League Baseball, they're postponing games because of the COVID, man. I love the situation, the structure of the bubble, man. You know, they got to have everybody together and healthy. I know it's not like an NBA commercial, but it's true, though, man. NBA <laughs> players had like 346 tests. They all came back negative. You can't even look at football. What's yeah. the buddy uh, in the NFL for the Seattle uh, Seahawks? Dude, you heard about the story. He tried to sneak a girl in the hotel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He got kicked out. Like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> So many questions right there. Number one, how does the girl look? You know what I'm saying? If she's trying to, like, pass her off as a football player, how big is she? Like, is she a linebacker for the hefty hoes? What's going on there? But that's another story, though, bro. That's another story. <laughs> but I just love what the NBA is doing with the innovations, man. I mean, they're doing a great job, bro. When you start hearing words like macro and micro, <laughs> that's when you know my boy Dice is back on the podcast. Man, I always tease him about being Mr. Dartmouth slash Harvard slash yeah. Yale, Columbia, Brown, and so forth. Um, <laughs> first of all, let me get this out of the way real quick. All right. And you knew I was going to pinpoint it out. Okay. Don't hide it behind the don't don't hide it behind the fro, bro. <laughs> Do you got the hot bag of better made chips family size? <laughs> you posted, know I do, bro. <laughs> posted on your wall, real Detroit, yeah, yeah, yeah. right yeah. there. I had the real Detroit. Hey, My okay. man, no, the people don't understand, bro. The people don't understand. <laughs> if it did listen, if it did not look so unprofessional. <laughs> I would take off these headphones, get out of my chair, right? go over to the kitchen and get my hot bag off of the refrigerator. Oh, so you got some more dick. You got some chips Say, right what? now. Dude, when do I not have a bag of hots? Better made hots on deck. Yes, we need to we need to see if they can do some uh some sponsoring the way we throwing some love around. My boy got the hot bag. That's when you know you're from the D. That's the hot bag right there. You in Detroit. Look behind dice. You mm. see that red hot bag. You get them anywhere mm. in the D, mm -hmm. anywhere in Detroit. That's Go get a you a bag of them, and then uh, check in with us on the Twitter at Tate's Take Hoops. T a t e s t a k e h double o p s. Or and or make sure you do this if you don't do nothing else outside of subscribing at the Delegate Twenty Four at t h t h e d e l e g a t e Twenty Four. Um, man, you said so much, dude. I brought on Jared Greenberg last week, a reporter for NBA TV, and he pretty much essentially said the same thing about in the bubble, that the way that we hear it on TV is not the way that it seems down there. It, it, you can't, the, 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 the crowd noise, not, it, it doesn't play into effect. It's a lot quieter, which I wouldn't have even thought of 
it's a lot quieter inside of the actual gym in the bubble than it is what we're watching on TV. I got Sekou Smith from NBA TV as well that's going to be coming on uh, live from the bubble uh, over the course of the next couple of weeks. So you guys want to keep your eyes and your ears open on that. Um, moving forward, Dice, before we start mm-hmm. getting into the game-by-game series, <clears throat> we've seen a play-in game. First play-in play, first play game, to my knowledge, ever in the history of the NBA where we saw the Portland Trailblazers and the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, what I don't want to happen mm-hmm. is for me to not mention this little part and and, and get a text from my boy Dice or afterwards, but hey, cuz, hey, bro, <laughs> you ain't – you ain't you ain't even let the people know that I picked Portland to win that game, bro. <laughs> so just for the record, Dice picked Portland. I don't yeah. know you. Can you hear me, Dice? <laughs> I appreciate that, bro. All right, all right, all right. I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure you can hear me, bro, because I'm showing my boy some love. Because I don't want to think that I forgot about him. I gotta hear all that, bro. Make sure you make sure you let the people know who I pick, bro. And you know every time you know every time black folks go like this, bro, they start talking like this, bro. So Dice picked the Portland Trailblazers. Congratulations. Yeah, I picked the Portland Trailblazers as well, but I didn't think that that game was gonna be nearly as close as it was. What says you? A hundred percent. That's why I feel like I don't deserve the props, DT, because I told you behind closed doors on the phone. I said, bro, Portland is going to ramrod the Memphis Grizzlies. They're going to steamroll these boys by at least 20 points. So many uh, reasons and scenarios why, bro. First of all, Memphis, they came into the play in limping into the playing game, bro. They were comfortably in the AC the whole season for the most part. You know what I'm saying? And then coming into the playing game, you know, they lost two or three games in a row. They lost a key component. Your boy from Michigan State land, the Spartan, Jaron Jackson Jr., bro. So when they lost him, oh, I thought it was a wrap, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I did not think that Memphis could do it, but they showed me so much, though, yesterday, bro. I mean, there was a point in the game where Memphis was down by 16 points in the first half. And I said, okay, it's a wrap. It's over with, man. But Memphis showed so much heart, character, and grit. And I'm surprised. Resiliency. Let that, me channel my inner <laughs> Mike Dice. Is that a good yeah. word? That's that a great word. Resiliency. Hey, as a matter of fact, hey, so you beat me to the punch. I have four words to describe Job Morant. I said resilient, relentless, persistent, and unwavered, bro, because he had a bad first half. I think Memphis was down like six, seven, eight points. He had like. 15 points. It was like a quiet 15 points. He had one assist and a lot of turnovers. Do you know what I'm saying? I thought Portland was going to cruise, man, but they stayed in the fight, though. Shout out to the young boy Brooks, uh, Lightscan, part of LSU. Yeah, Dylan, Dylan Brooks, man. He had some big shots. And, and their coach, Jenkins, bro, I came a lot. Before this season, even in the NBA annals and NBA ranks, you didn't hear us too much about, about what's his name, Taylor Jenkins for the Memphis Grizzlies, bro. But he, Coach a hell of a game, man. You know, I really feel like if Jaron Jackson Jr. played that game, we could be playing right now. I mean, Memphis had a great shot of winning that game, man. But Portland, though, man, I know we go, I'm jumping the gun right now before we get into round by round. I knew Portland's going to win. They're not your average HC. Uh, if you look at them, man, on paper, they're probably like the most all-around, well-rounded team in the NBA besides the Clippers. Uh, they're like too deep, bro. If you look at them, man, and you know what? They're a one, three and D player, <clears throat> Trevor Reza, from being the way for me, like favoring them for the old NBA championship. That's how deep they are, though, bro. So there's no surprise that Portland won, man. But shout out to Memphis, though, man. They played a hell of a game. Like you said, man, I did not expect it to be that close. I'm going to ask you about this, too, though, bro, while we're talking about it. Um, 
Dude, Port, one thing about Portland, I'm even curious to know. Like, I think I saw the line. Uh, I don't even remember what the spread is at this point. Maybe six or eight yep. or something like that for, mm-hmm. for, for the Lakers. Oh, okay. For the first round for the Lakers. I'm thinking it's like six or eight or something like that for the first mm-hmm. round. I don't know. But regardless of the fact, I'm almost curious to know what what is the odds of Portland going all the way to the finals, <laughs> just to the finals, just to the finals, yeah. Uh, what are those odds as an eight seed and having to play the Lakers right off the rip, um, mm-hmm. considering the problem the Lakers having so forth, but to, to, to go on and do something like that? Because mm-hmm. they're on a roll, bro. And I know that a lot of people like Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard. But like um, uh, CJ played out of CJ uh, played out of his mind. Uh, McCullum played out of his mind. And yesterday said this dude can't can guard. Well, it's my show. I can say what I want. This dude can't fucking guard me. You know what I'm saying? And it was right. like, dude, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, he cooking. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He, he was yeah. in there. He was cooking, trying to show him, mm-hmm. this is a big boy's game. You mm-hmm. a rook. And he treated mm-hmm. him like a rookie. And I think that's something that uh, John Morant is going to mm-hmm. grow from. Let me say this, too, though. I, I'm not going to say I was the biggest critic on John Morant, but I just wasn't a big believer in John Morant. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and me and mm-hmm. you have talked multiple times, kind of talked about how he kind of has a little bit of Allen Iverson to his game. Mm-hmm. You mentioned even Russell Westbrook. Certainly mm-hmm. his competitive nature mm-hmm. he channeled in the second half mm-hmm. looked very much like Russ in, in those mm-hmm. regards, too, as well. Mm-hmm. Dude got bunnies that can jump out the gym oh. and probably even change the light bulbs on top of the arena. <laughs> but with that being said, like, it's more than just Lillard. Mm-hmm. You do have Carmelo who could probably inconsistent a lot of times, but mm-hmm. can shoot off for like 25 plus on you at any given moment. Zach Collins. I bro got to come back off the pine and be a little bit more healthy consistently. But Nurkic with like 20 something and 20 something. You mm-hmm. got, you know, you, you, you got uh, Gary Trent who was looking good on both ends of the floor. What do you think that Portland has to do if they want to put together a nice little string of games and continue this and keep this up to knock off the Lakers? Because the Lakers got the size. I told mm-hmm. the people before LeBron is not a small dude. Neither mm-hmm. is Kuzma. You got mm-hmm. Dwight, and then in the starting lineup is Anthony Davis, and you got uh, 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 JaVale McGee. They all they lead the league as a team in blocks. Mm-hmm. What does Portland have to do if they want to stand a chance because they don't have the size advantage? Like I said, man, Portland is too deep in each position, bro. Every position, they got a serviceable pa- uh, backup uh, player. You can look at point guard. Uh, you didn't uh, mention Simmons. What's his name? Jonathan Anthony Simons. Anthony Simons. There you go, bro. He has bones. He can get up. He's a serviceable backup point guard. Gary Trent is a nice uh, combo guard, bro. Like I said, bro, the only thing that's keeping Portland from going all the way to the finals, in my opinion, is a three and D small four. Yeah, Melo will give you buckets. He's still a serviceable uh, small four, but I'm not sure how he can like you know contend with Kawhi Leonard or LeBron James on the defensive end. That's why I think. Uh, a Reza being important would be great for them. Or even I was mad when they gave up last year, Aminu and or uh, or Harkless. You know what I'm saying? Like those are like, yeah. Yeah, more hard, serviceable, like three and D, like small four. And that's really the only thing that's keeping them from like really being like the favorite, bro. Uh, L.A., I love L.A. They have two of the top five arguably uh, guards, I'm sorry, uh, players in the league, bro. But after that, though, like the Lakers are very top heavy, man. And they're like role players, as Shaq calls them, the others. I'm not that convinced, bro. Danny Green is cool, man, but he's like one of those players like your Steve Kerr's or Luke Longley's like, okay, I built on the championship winning team, so I'm going to sign this free agent contract deal and get big money just because I was on the on the winning team, but I'm not really like a difference maker, though. You know, Danny Green's good and everything, man, but he's not really like, 
you know, making any any difference in my mind. J.R. Smith is cool, but where's his mind at? He's been out the league for like two, three years. Uh, Deion Waiters is cool, man. He, he's inconsistent, man. I like Dwight. Yeah, I like Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee in terms of like, you know, competing against uh, 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 Nurkic and Hassan Whiteside, bro. But the Lakers, though, I, I'll tell you, man, they're only too deep. And I know this, this league is built on superstars and D. Howard. I'm sorry, LeBron James and Anthony Davis can turn away turn it on at any time but look at anthony davis though he's only had like one one year in his whole career where he's been in the playoffs so his playoff experience is very small and shallow lebron is good but he's 35 years old that's a lot of pressure and responsibility to put on somebody that's 35 years old bro and just on the eye test just looking how they looking bro the lakers are looking very dry mm -hmm. and cohesive they look like, you know, they got the excuses going on already. LeBron talking about, oh, I miss my family. That could be very much true. But, you know, the whole process and routine of, oh, I miss the fans and things are looking different. I just feel like the excuses are already starting already. You know what I'm saying? And just being a basketball fan and a savant, I look at the intangibles and I say, you know, these things aren't adding up, man. Portland is on the run. And I'm going to end it right here, man. Um, the last time we saw a number eight team on the run like this, Kind of happened like in a crazy year, the strike shortened season in 99 when the Knicks de uh, defeated the Miami Heat in the first round and went to the finals, mm. man. Like these Portland Trail Blazers having that same energy and swag as that 99 Knicks team to me, bro. I thought you was about to say so. Who was that when Dikembe was on the ground with the bar? Did they, <laughs> did, were they an eight seed that, that they were? They were. They were an eight that eliminated from Seattle? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to put it all together. Incohesive. <laughs> And what was the other one you said? You said another one, bro. Cuss it right. incohesive and something else, bro. But you're you going to get your knowledge when you when, when Dice yeah. come on the show, man. Um, And I, like you said, that was another problem, man, with the, with the Lakers is that who's going to be that third scorer? Who can step in and be consistent? And and we, we really don't know exactly who that is. Like you said, a lot of these guys have got a lot of older heads. they got a lot of guys that's passed their prime on these teams. And I don't want to hear from LeBron either because he's picking and choosing who he wants on his teams a lot of times, number one. Mm -hmm. And number two, when Kyrie was trying to get people behind him about not resuming the season and so forth, and we all know who the face of the league is, not just the Lakers franchise right now, being LeBron James, being the person that was going against that and said he wants NBA back. Now you're being the guy, again, to your point about making excuses about bringing the NBA back around full circle and wanting to play and this and that. That's some of the reasons why people feel the way that they do about LeBron. I'm not a LeBron lover. I'm not a LeBron hater. I respect what LeBron has done in this league. I'm still very, very, very likely going to take LeBron and the Lakers to come out of that particular series okay. uh, against Portland. <laughs> but nothing says that that series cannot go seven. Who are you taking to advance dice and in how many games? In that series? In that series and winning in how many games? I'm gonna go Portland in six, bro. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. And that's in six. And I'm being generous to the Lakers, bro. I don't see the offense, man. I love Kuzman, bro, but he's so inconsistent. I don't know where his mind is at, man. Uh, I don't know if playoff Rondo's gonna come back. He's like targeted mm. to come back in the second round. Like the Lakers, bro, they just have a lot of like individual parts, but they don't they don't play together as a unit, man. Like I don't see any specialists. Danny Green's supposed to be your your three and D guy, but his three point shot been coming off in the bubble, bro. I'm mm -hmm. just not that. Just like on based on the eyeball test, bro. Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not feeling the Lakers right now, bro. Plus, on top of that, um, 
just things that I want the people to consider, man. We, we, it's, oh my God, it's so crazy, dude. I'm just so excited. I have basketball back. I'll be losing my train of thought sometimes, bro, because it's been a long time coming. That's what she said. But peep game, <laughs> the number, <laughs> but peep game, it's all going to start uh, on tomorrow. And I want to keep it within the Western Conference because, yes, I am taking, uh, I'm going to take the leg, I'm going to take the Lakers in seven games. Okay. Um, but um, game one on mm-hmm. tomorrow, let's start there. Game one tomorrow, 1.30 p. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you have the Utah Jazz, who is the sixth seed, and the Nuggets being the, the number three seed. And that goes, by the way, the point that I was going to make is that <clears throat> you don't have that home court advantage stuff going on. So I think that the series and a lot of these games are all going to kind of balance themselves yeah. out a little differently because of the fact that it is a neutral site. Nuggets, Jazz, tomorrow, 1.30 Eastern Standard. Who are you taking on that one? Why? And then how many games? So coming into today, I was in the air and I would have been leaning with Utah, but I just found out that Mike Conley is going to lead the bubble for the birth of his new his new son or daughter. I'm not sure the sex of the, of the kid, man, but congratulations mm-hmm. to Conley. Congrats. So that definitely changes like my whole perception of the whole situation. Um, you already have Bogdanovich hurt uh, Utah's second leading scorer. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Utah has come on, man. Michael Porter is looking like the first round pick. He was projected to be Bo Bo out there looking good, man. Mm-hmm. But Jamal Murray's back, you know what I'm saying? After like missing mm-hmm. some games. But with that said, though, bro, I'm going with Utah, man. You know, I'm just going with Utah. Just call it a feeling, man. I, I believe in Utah's system. Um, I believe when you have two evenly matched teams, you kind of like have to use the coach as like the difference maker. I like uh, Michael Malone. He's the, the son of uh, old Detroit Pistons assistant coach, Brendan Malone. So he has Pistons ties and he has like NBA coaching in his background, his blood. So shout out to him. I'm definitely a fan of Malone, man. But in the coaching bracket, I have Quinn Snyder over uh, Michael Malone. And then I know, listen, I know Nikolai Jokic, the the Joker. He's one of the best players in the league, uh, DT. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I know that. But to me, the best player on the floor in that series is going to be Donovan Mitchell, though, bro. I'm, I'm, that's just in my opinion. He's going to be the best player, man. And there's something about Utah. I mean, I don't know if it's like the – see, for me, the NBA is all about, like, narratives and unwritten stories and just headlines and so forth, man. I just feel like, you know, uh, Rudy Gobert was the reason, you know, that the NBA shut down arguably five months ago. Then you had the rift between Donovan Mitchell and then Rudy Gobert. Those are kind of like storylines you see players either, like, they gel together – or, you know what I'm saying, they kind of, like, break apart. And I feel like this Utah team trying to, like, use this as a reason to come together, man. So I've got Utah in seven. We might have to uh, – I'm going to take – I'm going to take – I'm going to take Denver. Okay. I'm going to take Denver in seven. As much as I want to say six, mm-hmm. I am going to say seven. We might have to put a bag of hot, uh, hot boys <laughs> on that one, a bag of hots on that one. Um <laughs> So, you yeah, know, I just I just think that that's going to be a really intriguing matchup. One of the problems that I see with Denver, bro, if this is a such thing, they just got too much talent on their roster. They don't have nearly enough role players. They got a lot of guys that can score, but Damn. not a lot of guys that can do other things. So that's going to be uh, very critical for them as well. Staying within the Western Conference, um, uh, game one that you will see on tomorrow night uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you have the number two-seated, Los Angeles Clippers. This is about to get crazy. 
mm. against the number seven seeded Dallas Mavericks. This is one that I really think that the Mavericks can really pull off, bro. I'm excited wow. to see Luca, who I think is arguably seriously. I've, I've been feeling this way. I, I told you, I, I wasn't a big Luca guy coming out, and he mm. definitely earned my respect. I told people, I'm not a Luca dude. Mm. This dude is serious. Yeah. This dude might be the best player in the NBA. If he's not the best player in the NBA, we are literally only, let me see, what's 365 times two, about seven and some change. We are literally only about 700 and something days away from saying that this dude is bar none, hands down, pound for pound, the best player in the league. I don't think that we're that far away from saying that. Dude's averaging a triple-double and doing stuff that looks effortless. He's not overly athletic. He's not a great defensive player by any means, which I do understand that. But he affects the game in such a way. And it looks it, – it's just it's just so smooth. It's like he's out there rollerblading, not roller skating. I never put on a pair of rollerblades. But he just looks like he's out there rollerblading and nobody can stop him. And everything just looks so slow. Like there's no – but it's fluid. That being said – I know you love the Clippers, bro. I'm not sure if I could. I'm going to take the Clippers on this one. I think that one. I, uh, bro, don't be surprised if you hear me say all of these joints is going to be game sevens. Right. That's the kind of NBA playoffs that we're looking at. This mm -hmm. is going to be very reminiscent of exactly what you would have seen in March Madness. Shed mm -hmm. a tear. That yeah. being said, you got to let me know who you got, bro. I'm going to take the I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take the Clippers in seven again. But bro, the, it's 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 gonna be a dog fight because Porzingis and some of them guys that surround them, I don't think they're good enough. They need a couple more pieces. Mm -hmm. But Dallas is gonna be giving off the same feel when they're done with this particular series after playing an LA Clippers team that a lot of people are taking all the way to the finish line. They're mm -hmm. gonna have that same feel that a lot of people have about Phoenix when they finished on a nine and no record, having some positivity. What you think? Well, I think you are going to get this text and or phone call after the show getting cussed out on because you did take my thunder. If anybody's supposed to say well, that Luka, Luka Doncic was the best player in the league, it was supposed to be, be, be me saying this on the show, bro. I was supposed to say that first. Luka is oh, the best. Okay. Uh, it was supposed to be me saying that first, bro. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? So I'm mad about that. But I do agree to, agree with you, though, D-Tate. Luka may be the best player in the league right now. Like, right now, it's looking between, like, Dame Lillard or Luka Doncic, man. And you made a great point about Kristaps Porzingis, bro. Like, arguably, like, when that trade was made, Kristaps was probably the best player. Like, he was viewed as, as the best player on that Mavericks team, man. But he was hurt. He didn't play for that team. And like you said, Luka's been averaging a triple-double subsequently, bro. So Luka is definitely doing his thing. And back to your point about looking so fluid, that's when you're the best player on the court – you dictate the pace. So mm -hmm. he can be slow. He can be fast, whatever. He can do what he wants because he's dictating the pace because he's the best mm -hmm. player on the court. So that's why it looks that way. What we're doing right now, we're like the dudes in the 80s, the black dudes in the 80s who had like, you know what? I hate to say it, but Larry Bird is probably the best player in the league right now. That's a bad white boy. We probably them dudes in the 80s right now seeing our version of Larry Bird right now. Like You hate to say it, but like you know what? This dude might be the best player in the league. But um, I'm going to take the Clippers in six. Because the Clippers are just too deep, bro. Their second team is like a, a starting first team in any NBA league or, or team right now. You got Reggie Jackson coming off the bench. You got Lou Williams coming off the bench. You got Trez coming off the bench. You got so many players, bro. That's just and they're they're good. So mm -hmm. 
I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go to the Clippers in the six, but back to your point about the about the Nuggets, man. You had made a point earlier about you know the neutral site and so forth, and no team having like an advantage. I think that's gonna be a detriment to Denver because Denver, one of their big advantages was like the mile high and the altitude in Denver. Mm-hmm. They don't have they don't have that, man. That's Good point. another reason why I'm walking with Utah, bro. But I didn't mean to throw you off, bro. Like, yo, shout out to you because I know you were. I ain't gonna say you were a Luca hater, bro, but I know you were like pro Trey Young. Trey, I was Trey Young, and, and you still, still am. Yeah, Trey Young is a monster to beat. So, for I you sti- to say, so and I so still am. That, yeah, well deserved. He, he's a beast, bro. But for you to say that Luca was the man, I'm saluting you, though, bro, because that's showing growth and objectivity, though, bro. I was just busting your chops with that one. Subsequently, uh, objectivity, the whole nine. But you know what we do on you know what we do on the show, Dice. We keep it real, keep it we real. honest. As much as we can come on here and yeah. say I was right about A, B, and C, is the mm. same way that we can come on here and talk about how we was wrong about X, Y, and yeah. Z. Bro yeah. said, dictate the pace. That's gonna be something so critical with these playoffs because possessions start to slow down. You start seeing more half-court offense, not as much run and gun and guys getting into transition. Mm-hmm. Dictating the offense is going to become very, very critical. Critical. So that's very, very key. Dictate. You feel me? Two words that probably go to bed. To go to, go, go, two, wor- two words. <laughs> dictate. Two words that probably go together better than peanut butter and jelly, bro. <laughs> Hey, going I, on to I the next. I ain't gonna touch that one. <laughs> <laughs> I like no, dice take, yo. <laughs> I like dice take over dictate. All right, bro. <laughs> it's all hey, it's all good, G. Four and five matchup. That one went over a lot of people's heads. Four and five matchup. The Houston Rockets, number four C, number five C, OKC Thunder. I don't want to say a lot, even though I got so much to say. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. The Houston Rockets is a team that I think underachieved. There's no way that this is supposed to be a team that barely has a better record than the Thunder, okay? And I'm not saying that the Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets are bad teams. I, I, I'm, I'm just a little bit surprised that we're not seeing Houston in a, in a much as a much better seed than where we're seeing them at from the time that the season started, especially getting Westbrook coming over. Not a big fan of the system that they have put together with Mike D'Antoni at all. I don't think that this whole, you know, uh, tallest guy on the floor being Westbrook or whoever, uh, even though he's not playing the center position, that they don't have an existent center after losing Clint Capella to the Atlanta Hawks. That being said, I'm just not confident. They're going to go out there and try and outscore opponents. This thing is going to quickly turn into, uh, 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 um, you know, Pac-12 football type stuff mm. or Big 12 football type stuff where it's just about putting numbers on the board and whoever got the ball <clears> in their hands <throat> and mm-hmm. with the possession last is going to be the ones that's going to dictate whether you're going to be adding a number to the left or mm-hmm. to the right side of the result column. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're looking at the matchup, dude, the Oklahoma City Thunder has – probably been or to me i think that they have been the biggest surprise um of the nba season and just something that i really just did not expect mm-hmm. they did def- if there was a such thing as most improved team in mm-hmm. the nba i think that that would be the okc thunder think about it there is no kevin durant on this team there is no james harden on this team mm-hmm. there is no russell westbrook on this team mm-hmm. there is no carmelo anthony on this team there is no Victor Oladipo on this team. There is no Paul George on this team. 
all players that played under that franchise but never was able to win a championship. And I'm not saying that this one will, but when you start looking at all those guys who are at superstar status in this league or very close to outside of Oladipo, bro, they've done a phenomenal job, especially another guy I got to give credit to because I was wrong about was Chris Paul. I didn't expect him having this kind of year. And I salute to a dude like that who had a huge hand in on the NBA even resuming as a whole. I'm going to take the Houston Rockets on this one. Um, this one could very well be a, 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 a five-game series. I'm going to take it six. I think it's going to be a little bit too much. Um, wow, Chris Paul against his old team, ain't it? I'm going to go six games. I'm going to go six games. I'm going to go Houston. <laughs> and not only Chris Paul versus his old team, Russell Westbrook versus his old team. And Russell Westbrook is going to miss the first couple of games in that series because of a quad injury. So that's why, and for the reasons why you had mentioned about OKC, I'm going to take OKC, bro. OKC has four players that can give you buckets at any time, though, bro. SGA, Schroeder, Chris Paul. And who else am I leaving out, bro? That's uh, a fourth uh, member. Oh, Gallinari will give you the buckets. Leo Gallinari. 19 to 20 points at any given time, bro. I like their system. I like Billy Donovan as a coach. And to your, your to your point, Houston's system is good. I feel like Dan Tony should have ran this system when he had Phoenix. He didn't have enough courage or confidence to do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm -hmm. This system right here is like, yeah, like my man Aline, he says, you know, Houston's not worried about or concerned about playing defense. They're just concerned about putting 130 on the scoreboard and can you, mm -hmm. can you match the 130. Mm -hmm. See, that's cool and all, man, but I know what Westbrook and Harden is going to give me, but after that, it's a crapshoot, bro, because who's to say, like, Daniel House might make five threes, he may make two. You know, Tucker may no. make three threes, he may make one. So it's all about the three-point shooting. And you play against a team, you know, who has great three-point uh, defense, bro, you can slow all that up. When you take Houston's three-point shooting ability, what do you have after that? Like you said, Clint Capella, he's in Atlanta. They have no inside force. And Chris Paul, bro, he's another pace dictator, bro. He dictates the pace, bro. When you watch, like, OKC play the game, man. I have OKC in seven, bro. It's going to be seven games. Just because Russell Westbrook's going to miss the first couple games. I respect that. That ain't a bad pick, bro. Mm -hmm. um, let me go Let me go with this, man. Let's go Eastern Conference and start off with a game that's going to play their game one on tomorrow. Starting off with which I think is just going to inarguably be the driest <laughs> uh, it, it, I just tell it what it is, bro. The driest Brooklyn. series mm -hmm. of exactly the driest series <laughs> in the NBA playoffs. Um, the uh, the number two seeded Toronto Raptors, the number seven seeded Brooklyn Nets, and I know that you know that 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 Brooklyn fought really hard against uh, Portland uh, to finish off the season mm -hmm. to determine whether Portland was going to get into the playoffs or not. And mm -hmm. even more so, um, you know, not having Kyrie and not having Spencer Dinwiddie and not having KD, uh, dude, they did the, they've been doing the best that they can with what they have to offer. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. Jerry Allen and Karis Levert, your boy, Michigan Wolverine, all those things. I think that one there, I think that's a clean sweep. They can wow. play that one in an NBA arena. <laughs> they can play that one in the bubble. They can play that one in the backyard, mm. bro, on the playground. It doesn't matter. They can shoot it in milk crates. It doesn't make a difference. 
I think that that one is a clean sweep. Toronto is just far too much for those dudes. And I think it's best that I just leave it right there without completely disrespecting the Brooklyn Nets, if I'm just being honest. I'm going to take that one clean sweep. Uh, we are the North. Who you got, bro? Um, I'll get the Nets one game just because I like what Jock Vaughn Jock Vaughn is doing. Um, the rumors are that the Nets are going to be looking for a new head coach, you know, when the bubble concludes, man. So right now he's auditioning. He's trying to show the mm -hmm. rest of the league he's a competent and capable coach. So I think he's going to, like, you know, overachieve in the coaching bracket. Uh, I've been watching a couple of games with the with the Nets, man. I mean, I love their system that, by the way, Kenny Atkinson, he implemented, bro. I thought that, you know, Kenny Atkinson caught a raw deal for the Nets, you know, just mm -hmm. because – he probably wasn't liked by Kyrie or KD, man. So, you know, mm -hmm. he had to go. But I like the system that Kenny Atkinson plays in Brooklyn that's being carried right now by Jock Vaughn. I like Luwawu Caribou. I'm saying his name all wrong, man. But TLC, Timothy. Luwawu, Luwawu, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Luwawu, yeah, yeah. I, I like what he's Cabarro. doing. Cabarro. Cabarro, there you go. TLC, I like what he's doing. You already mentioned uh, Karis LeVert. He's putting in work. Um I'll give them one game, bro. I'll give them one game. I got a Toronto in five. Okay. And uh, incompetent, bro. Incompetent. That's another one. I hope y'all listen. I hope y'all paying attention mm -hmm. and learning something. Mm -hmm. uh, that one is at 4 p. Eastern Standard Time on tomorrow. Then on to the um, um, the second game in the Eastern Conference on tomorrow, 6.30 p. Eastern Standard Time. You got the number six seeded Philadelphia 76ers. Number three seeded Boston Celtics. I think that's one that I will take. Like, 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 like if somebody's gonna come over here and really, really <laughs> challenge the Bucks that can really do this and go to the finals out of all of these teams yeah. that can upset the Bucks. I think that the Celtics is that team, but I'm gonna feel a lot different about them if I'm just being honest with no Ben Simmons if they cannot take care of business in in in, in five games. I'll mm -hmm. give the Sixers one game. But mm -hmm. I'm gonna take the ball. I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take the Celtics, who I'm probably not nearly as confident in. But they just, they got so many issues, bro. I yeah. mean, and, and, and Boston is gonna hit their stride. But I'm not as big on Jason Tatum as everybody else. The dude can play ball, but I think that there are some inconsistencies in there with him as well. Um. I'm easily taking Boston. For me, it's a matter of whether it's going to be five games or six games. Mm. Let's go Boston. Let's go Boston in five. I'm going to go Boston in five games with no Ben Simmons. Who you got, Dice? How many games or why? Uh, like you, bro, I have Boston in five. Uh, you know, no Ben Simmons, no Jimmy Butler. A lot of people don't, don't talk about this loss, man, but when the Sixers lost J.J. Redick, I mean, I thought it was a wrap for Philly anyway. He was like their most consistent three-point, you know, shooting offense on the team. Yeah, mm -hmm. you got a couple other players. Like, I like what Thibault's doing, but he's like a Robertson from OKC to me, kind of like a just athletic. He is Andre Robertson. Yeah, yeah Andre defensive mind. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly, bro. And Landry Shaman, man, he went to, like, L.A., bro, so they have, like, no consistent three-point shooting. I like Tobias Harris. He can hit. He can knock down the three-pointer, man, but he's not, not like a consistent bang-down three-point shooter, bro. So I think, you know, NB is a top-10 player, arguably the best center in the league. So I'll give them one game because of that, man. 
And I can't even give Philly two games, even though it's like a revenge series for Al Horford playing against his old team, bro. Mm -hmm. I just think Boston's going to overmatch him, man. I have Boston to five like you, bro. Bro, Tobias Harris is one of those names that can easily do some of the put up some of the numbers that we saw mm -hmm. in, you know, a TJ Warren or something like that. Don't be surprised if he comes out, has a breakup, a breakout game. And he's either mark my words. Remember where you heard it first. You okay. heard it here first on Tate's Take Where Basketball Lives. The game or two games that mm -hmm. Tobias Harris uh, or that the Philadelphia 76ers are going to win is going to be because of Tobias Harris and the way that he exploded uh, in that. That sounded a little weird. But the way that he went off and contributed to the team uh, for that particular series. So we're going to go with that one right there. Uh, moving forward. Um, let me say this first, man, because I do want to, uh, you know, I always like to show some love to the folks. My folks, Derek Crush Boy, coming through on, off the love. It's an interesting series, Miami, Indiana, uh, OKC in Houston, and then Utah and Denver. Also saying that he would have loved to see Phoenix, as I would, because you guys always learn something new on this show. If you ain't been able to notice, you've been able to learn a whole lot of really super sweet, super dope words that can seal the deal that Dice has helped you out with. Let me tell you something about me that a lot of people may not necessarily know, but you learned something now. I Phoenix Suns, is all, it's always been a team that I've always liked. You know I'm a D-boy off-rip on the regular. I'm a Piston boy. That's just the way that it is. I've always had a little bit of a thing, maybe, I guess, a little bit for the Lakers because of the simple fact, because of Magic Johnson and where I come from, my neck of the woods up in Michigan. Outside of all of that, bro, I've just it's something about Phoenix. I've always really liked. You know how you got those teams or players that, and, and it goes in, in the order of four. You got teams and players that you like, and you don't really know why. You got mm. teams and players that you don't like, and you don't really know why. Mm. But you got teams and players that you do like, and you do know why. Mm. And then you got teams and players that you don't like, and you and you do know why, bro. I don't know why I like the Phoenix Suns. Mm. Just they just struck a nerve with me since I was a kid. Maybe it's the Kevin Johnson thing or something like that, bro. Back in '93, '94, when I first started really, really paying attention to this stuff, um, saying that he would have loved to see the Phoenix Suns and their uh, and their momentum going to the playoffs. That would be epic. And then, last but not least, he gave his little prediction slash projection, saying that he's taking Boston in six, uh, mm. and saying that Philly will be uh, Philly gonna be some fighters, bro. So um, I agree. I agree with him with the whole Phoenix point, man. I mean, uh, going into yesterday's game, the playing game, I would have liked to see Portland versus Phoenix. I think the whole nation would have liked to see that, man. But Memphis, they showed that they proved to be there, man. But to uh, Derek, uh, Derek's point, I feel like Phoenix needed like a plan for the playing game. You know what I'm saying? They, like did, they did. They did. <laughs> Straight up. Bro, who and, and this is just why we're talking about Phoenix and trying to keep this as short as possible. Something I'm curious to know. We've seen Dame, we've seen uh um um TJ Warren, uh Lucas obviously in the conversation, and Dame Lillard. I'm sorry, Dame Lillard, TJ Warren, Luka Doncic, and, and Devin Booker. Of those four. Who just curious before we get back to the Easter conference, who's your MVP at a bubble and why? Um, you gotta say Dane. Um, you know, he put this team on his back 
single-handedly. He brought them to the playoffs. He won the NBA's first play-in game. That's history right there. He went off for, what, 60 points, 50 points, 40 points in three straight games. I like his resiliency. His resili- sorry, resiliency. Excuse me. I can't even say my own dice word. Uh, but, no, though, I like the way, though, he just came back when, uh, you know, he was challenged by Beverly in PG. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was just like. You, you know, got to respect him. Yeah, you have yeah. to. That transcended basketball, man. You can take it, take it as basketball, but for anything, if anybody ever disrespects you, bro, you can like take that as motivation and then uh, just come back, get the hots back, just take them back, bro. You know what I'm saying? Get your respect. But dang, literally, though, 60 points, 50 points, 40 points, though, bro. I love Luke, what he's doing, man. But just the eye test. My eye is telling me that Dame is unstoppable right now, bro. You know what? And, and with that being said, um, I don't know, man, because the stuff that Luca was doing, bro, like yeah. Luca's triple doubling out here, and he didn't have to he didn't have to win games to play in on a position. Yeah, like, that makes yeah. a difference to me. I hear what people saying about Dan, but you saw more. I mean, his game is gonna be more enticing and it's gonna be more flashy and everything else. That's just what it is. But a real ball player, and I'm not saying a real ball player, people who love and just understand mm-hmm. and know the knowledge of basketball in general. I'm not saying that those are people that can't respect mm-hmm. what Dame Lillard is doing and has done. However, people who really know this game really respects what they have been able to see Luca do. You know Bruh. what I'm saying? Because he's not, the dude's not black, okay? That makes a difference in my mind because he's not an athlete. You know what I'm saying? He's not going to get over on this super athletic dude and hang in the air and, do nothing that you would see the occasional mm-hmm. black dude doing. And I'm not trying to turn it into a race war, but this is just the reality of what it is. So, this dude is looking like Larry Bird or better down the line. This is a dude that's getting everybody involved. This is a dude that's in step back threes, going to the basket, getting tons of and ones, throwing the ball through his leg. And everything is just, it's so crisp. I'm not trying to be, call me on the bandwagon or whatever it is, but bro, it's really hard to go against Luca for me because when you're looking at what Dame is doing, yes, mm. 40, 50, 60 point games, but here's a dude that's putting up that what, 190 at 32, 14, and like 19? Like, dude, one this day is. He had, one day he had 20 assists, the next night he had 20 rebounds and like separate triple doubles. I'm with you though, bro. The only reason, bro. the only reason I'm giving it to like Dame as of right now, what's today, the 16th, is because Dame in that same game, that Portland played Dallas, that's when, like, Dame had 61. You know what I'm saying? And But to your point, though, I like what you said. You said uh, Luka's playing in games that really doesn't really like, mean anything to Dallas right now. So he's going out competing anyway with nothing to play for. That's why, like, if you go back to the, my tweet, that's why I was looking away from you, bro. I wrote this this time last week on 3.04 p.m., 8.9.20. I said, I'm with the truth on that one. On my prison of the moment, as of right now, September 9th, my man Rick's birthday, I have Luka Doncic as the best player in the league. I said Luka one, Giannis two, Dame three, Harden four, Kawhi five. And obviously you can take Kawhi uh, out and put in Devin Booker. Why? Because like you said, though, man, Kawhi wasn't playing like, you know, he had anything to prove, man. Devin was playing like he had something to prove. Um, and, and, and back to the Clippers, bro. And that's why, like, the Clippers, I do have them the favorite to come out the West, bro. But DT, they acting really like some prima donnas right now. They acting like... They've already gotten there already. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, yeah, you the favorites right now, but like, slow your roll. Like, you guys have, they, I think they're starting five, the players they want to like 
uh, starting the playoffs, they've only played like a combined 15 games this season, D Tate. You know what I'm saying? So instead mm-hmm. of them like taking this time in the bubble for them, for them like to get together and like gel and like play together, you still have you have uh Montrez Harrell. He hasn't even played a game in a single mm-hmm. bubble. You know, Lou, Lou Wings Williams, he doing his thing in Atlanta, bro. So they're like like they're just like messing around. Now I feel like they think like, okay, we can just turn it on. We have to switch. But yeah, Kawhi Leonard could probably do that, but he's the only one that can do that. Like the rest of y'all, y'all haven't won anything, y'all haven't done anything. So you need to like, you know, get it together, bro. So that's just to your point about you know teams playing the bubble that have nothing to play for, but they're playing anyway. But no, Luca though, bro, he's he's one B right now. If, if Dame's one A, Luca's one B, bro. Coming back to the point that Derek Crush Boy made okay. uh, when talking about uh he's interested in seeing the Miami and Indiana series. That's what's up next. Number four seeded. Um, wait a minute. I'm sitting here looking at something that say number four seeded Pacers, number five seeded Heat. But I think it's the other way around. I think it's number four seeded Heat and number five seeded Pacers. Unless something has changed. And if something changed, that means my cousin Keith Tate. Go check out his book, Black Fatherhood, by the way. Awesome author and coach. Uh, then, then if that's the case, then he don't need 50 bucks. <laughs> but I think that Indy, because we, we, we had a little stupid, we're Tates. We okay. came up together. He essentially kind of introduced me to the game of basketball, and he's going to mm-hmm. hang that over my head forever. Who taught you how to play the game? Who taught you, bro, who introduced you to the game? Blah, blah, Grass blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's the that's the, that, that's the Keith Tate way. That's the Tate way. But I said, dude, you talking all of this, but I'm going to take Indy to finish uh, the season and going into the playoffs as a force, as a top four seed. He said, no, they'll be at the bottom half of the playoffs. So I I was thinking I owe him 50 bucks because the Pacers is a, is, is will, will be a four, will be a four seed. I think they're the five seed. You might have to look into that one dice because I don't know why. I a fact check right quick, bro. It, it's it's kind of, I find that kind of like baffling because, okay, even with the tiebreakers, I think that, Miami swept the season series three games to zero over the Pacers. That's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So, but but to your point though, did. yeah. So Miami should like they should have like the higher uh seed. I think they won more games than Indiana anyway. But anyway, though, man, I'm like, yeah, you know, I, well, yeah. Go ahead. I got you. No, I got okay. you. Go ahead. I just feel like, man, you, you don't have your boy Sabonis in the mix. I don't think he's gonna make the playoffs for Indiana, bro. Uh TJ Warren. He was doing his thing, bro, but he's like a flash in the pan. Like, yeah, he had 53 points. He like lit, he like lit the bubble up when he first got there in the first week, bro. But he showed me a lot of disappointment in that game they played against Miami, bro. I don't know if you recall, but the last time before the bubble game, before Indiana played Miami, like him and like Butler, they got a little mix up, bro. A little skirmish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like circling my calendar, and then and the next time they played was in the bubble, bro. I don't know if Jimmy Butler like mentally like intimidated TJ Warren or he like defeated him, but TJ Warren did not want any of the smoke, bro. He only had like 15 points or 16 points, and he only had like three points in the second half and like maybe two shots in the second half. And I'm very disappointed, DT. I used to live in like Durham, North Carolina. Shout out to the RTP. So what I know about like North Carolina dudes, North Carolina hoopers. They're like tough dudes. They're solid dudes. They're not intimidated or anything like that. They're proud. They're very proud, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at Chris Paul. He's like the epitome of like a North Carolina dude. You know what I'm saying? From North Carolina. So John for the fact Wall. That, 
John Wall, a killer ball for RTP from Raleigh, man. So the fact that I saw Jimmy Butler kind of like, like mentally like dominate TJ Warren. And this is fresh old TJ Warren leading the bubble and scoring, dropping 50 points and everything. So that showed me a lot right there. I'm like, eh, I don't know if TJ Warren's ready for this Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler smoke. So with that said, I'm going with the, the Heat in six games, bro. Heat in six games. I'm going to go Heat. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Heat in six games as well. Okay. By the way, stat and fact check. Mm -hmm. Indiana Pacers is a four seed because they lost one game less than the Indiana uh, Pacers. I'm sorry, than the Miami Heat. Mm -hmm. the, exactly. So, mm -hmm. so now that I got that for now, I'm gonna talk my trash. Keep <laughs> take, I'm calling you out because I need my 50 bucks. Cause if you want to put some wings and some brews on the two, <laughs> with the interest, with the interest. <laughs> What's the interest? The extra sauce? <laughs> yeah, I need some that. Extra, I need that extra sauce on that guy. Hold, hold hold the carrots. I need the celery on the side with them wings, bro. All flats, extra mm. crispy, bro. If you mm. take the medium and the lemon pepper and mix those boys in a bowl together, extra mm. crispy, all flats. Hold the carrots. Let me get my uh uh mm. uh, 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 uh uh let me get my celery yeah, ranch. No, no blue cheese. No thank yeah. you. Say take no that more. Back. Don't come back here with the. Don't come up here to the front of the diner with the with the blue cheese, bro. I'm sending it back to the back, bro. I need that ranch, bro. I, I, and I need that 50 from Keith Tate, by the way, man. Um, Derek Crush Boys said Easter Conference Finals, Miami and Milwaukee. I can probably really see that if I'm just being honest. But the problem with that is I don't think that can happen because they would have to play each other in the next round. Before, yeah. So, yeah, so that won't happen. Western Conference Finals, Clippers, Nuggets, they're a sleeper for sure. Uh, someone is going to steal. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, for sure. Yeah, someone's going to steal a series. Just hope the Lakers don't fall because if they do, it's wide open. So I guess I can it. see, yeah. And that's 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 the that's the god honest truth, bro. Um, <laughs> last but certainly not least, before we run up out of here, I think that this one is a given because you don't have any Jonathan Isaac, you don't have any Mo Bamba. Both of those guys are out to between a uh injury and b uh coronavirus complications. So he's outside of the bubble. I think it's gonna be a little bit too much for. Uh, the Orlando Magic, they didn't have to travel very far to get here, and they're not going to have to travel very far to get home. That one I mm -hmm. think is going to be a clean sweep, bro, and I'm going to have to go in Milwaukee on that one. But if Milwaukee loses a game, that's going to concern me. To the average mm -hmm. person, it won't. But to me, it will because this one needs to be and has to be. Milwaukee is doing themselves a disservice if they don't treat this particular series like it's going to be a sweep because they're not going to sweep anybody else throughout the duration of the uh, of the playoffs. I'm going to go Milwaukee uh, pulling out the brooms on them boys. What you got, Dice? I'm the same way too, bro. I have Milwaukee in four, man. But to your point, you know, if Orlando does miraculously like somehow wins one game, bro, uh, don't don't be concerned because they did the same thing last year. I think Orlando beat Toronto in the first game of the first round last year. And you know what Toronto went on to do, man. So, you know, for these first round tune-ups, bro, I don't have any concerns about the, the higher seeds, you know, win, you know, or lose a, a game or two, bro. So I don't see that happening, but I definitely see uh, you know, Milwaukee winning uh that series, bro. So now listen, who do you have 
in the conference finals. Are we doing that? Are we doing that next time. We're doing it round by round. We're gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, we're just doing round by round right now. Well, you know okay. what? No, because then folks gonna no, we're gonna that's gonna be giving us an opportunity to see who's you what, switch who up, did yeah. what, yeah, and switch yeah, it up at the yeah, last yeah. minute. No, we're not yeah. gonna do that, bro. Let's yeah. rock out like this and let's go ahead and give the prediction. I'm mm -hmm. gonna go coming out the east. Give me mm. the conference finals. Give me the conference finals for each one. Oh, just conference finals. Well, well, conference finals, and then who you got coming out of that each conference. Okay. Conference finals, I'm gonna go Bucks and Celtics. Mm. Western conference finals, I'm gonna go. Mm, mm, mm. I'm gonna go mm, mm. Nuggets. Whoa, hold on, whoa, don't, be to, don't be trying to, don't be trying to, bro, bro, don't be trying, don't, don't do me, bro. Man, your, your mouth nah, was I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, I'm, I, I, bro, I, I have to go Clippers on that one. I the have Clippers, to go who, Clippers. Who, they, who are they beating? Oh, I'm I'm a bro. I'm gonna take bro. Come on, man. Why you put me on the light like that, bro? I'm just saying, man. I remember a couple weeks ago I was rolling had, with the said, Lakers, but yeah, it, Lakers it and different. Celtics. You said Lakers and Celtics. You, you know, know what? what I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna go Lakers and Clippers for Western Conference Finals. Okay. God, that don't feel like it's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I'm gonna go Bucks and I'm gonna go Celtics. Eastern Conference Finals, mm -hmm. and coming up out of that guy, um, I'm gonna stick to what I said, bro. Forget it. I'm gonna stick with the Lakers and the Celtics, bro. We don't be proud, bro. If you don't feel that way right now, I mean, like I said, well, no, with new information, you have the right to, like, you know, what I'm saying, change. Nah, your bro, because I still think that these boys is playing for Kobe. I don't yeah. think people really understand the Lakers as bad as they look. They're going to be the team that's going to flip the switch like that, and it's not going to be hard to believe to the person who mm -hmm. knows, to people who know basketball, because mm -hmm. LeBron is the dude that can do that. Yeah. And, 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 as, and as much as I still like to think that Kawhi is, take, is, 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 is walking in the same shoes as a LeBron, where mm -hmm. it's like he's about to be the one consistently going to the finals now. You know what I'm saying? But I just, when you start talking about Clippers and Lakers, when I think Clippers, I think Detroit Lions, bro. I can't get that out of my head. Mm. They are arguably the worst franchise in the history of sports, period, over time. I, I still have to go with the Lakers until I'm shown something different, yeah. bro. And then yeah. I'm still going with Boston. That's going to be tough in that matchup against, uh, against Toronto. But I think that's when Toronto is going to really start to hurt after losing Kawhi Leonard. And Boston gonna step into place, but even those boys is still yet so young, bro. In Milwaukee, they gotta be right there. They don't have a choice. They have yeah. to be there. I will yeah. never touch Milwaukee again. I'm not touching them right now, bro. And I, it's so funny. I read a stat recently that said the Clippers win like 82 and 0 for like the next 10 years. They'll just eventually become like a 50% all-time winning uh, franchise, bro. So to your point about the Clippers being like a sucky team, bro. Um. Like you, I'm gonna stick with the uh my uh my prediction I had a couple months ago, which was Clippers and Raptors, bro. Still going with Clippers and Raptors. So in the Eastern in the Eastern Conference, 
I had Bucks and Raptors, man, but I'm going to switch that to Boston and Toronto. So I have Toronto beating Boston. I'm going to go seven games in that one. And then in the Western Conference, I'm going to have Portland versus the Clippers, bro. And I got the Clippers being Portland. Okay, then, who you got meeting in the finals? Uh, my what I've been saying since March, bro. Uh, Clippers and Raptors. Who coming out? L.A. Clippers, bro. They gonna win the whole thing, man. I'm hearing folks say the Clippers win the championship, and I just can't quite fix yeah. my lips to say it, bro. It's just not making sense to me, bro. Iron Mike Dice, make sure that you uh check my boy out, man. My my dude be doing some phenomenal things. He's busy. But busy is a good thing, man. I'm always grateful. I'm always thankful. Always appreciative for my boy coming to join Tate's Take where basketball lives boy, for the Roll the Dice segment. My dude, Iron Mike Dyson. Catch him on Twitter, on the IG, all social media platforms at the Delegate 24. Iron Mike, appreciate my man. us. No, boy, appreciate it, man. In a minute. In a minute. Um, man, super happy that I got my boy an opportunity to come on with us. And my boy be so busy sometimes, bro. I be having to hunt them down. You know what I'm saying? I call him the president, bro. I'll be having to hunt the president down and, and try and get the homie in here to uh, talk some basketball. So, man, this is almost going on an hour and a half that we had to kick this thing around for a minute. Nonetheless, um, I like to think that it was, again, the most, the, the most informational, educational, and entertaining basketball content in the form of a podcast. Make sure you go and subscribe if you liked it uh, at Tate's Take hoops on the twitter t-a-t-e-s-t-a-k-e-h-o-o-p-s all social media platforms of course any and everywhere that you find your favorite podcast itunes google Podcasts, stitcher a uh, 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 red circle spotify the whole nine and be sure to subscribe also to tate's take the podcast appreciate everybody uh we gonna bring in some more guests coming up next week you never know who you're gonna get we don't have dice on here he's regular he acting a fool right now looking like uh looking like mike epps <laughs> we got we had jay billis on we had a uh, uh, uh jared greenberg on uh there's been big news that came down in the big 10 we had michael decorsi on talking some football and basketball i mean we got so many great we got we got people, Seku Smith is coming up. We got some awesome people, Sean Powell's coming up. We got awesome, awesome people coming up on the pod. You never really know what you're going to get when you come across it outside of the best content, uh, a basketball content in the form of a podcast. Keep it locked with your eyes and your ears open to take, take the podcast where basketball lives. Appreciate everybody for being able to check it out. For those checking it out right now, you're a little late to it, whatever the case may be. You're checking it out now, you're checking it out later. Facebook. Um, and certainly, uh, I want to make sure I mention this cause I always try to do my best to do this. Uh, Derek crush boy chiming in with us, Rob Hamilton, BP, Mel B, Daniel Artest checking in saying, yo, let's get it. Appreciate everybody for chiming in and, uh, looking forward to, um, doing another one of these within the next few days or so, probably Tuesday or Wednesday. Appreciate